Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the show. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It felt trying, right. It felt to, right. <laughs> I feel like you were trying to give your best impression of like the background music for Halo. I've like, never welcome played. Welcome to Valhalla. Valhalla. Now I just sound like I'm just talking to two guys who have like never played video games. (laughs) We played like Need for Speed. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. I had a Gigapet at one time. Yeah, yeah, I bet you did. (laughs) 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 It's okay, I did too. (laughs) 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 You had to like clean up its poop and all that stuff. You have a frog? Yeah. No, I don't even remember what I had. It's a little little stupid one with three buttons at the bottom. I had a frog. It didn't take any didn't listen to me at all <laughs> didn't oh, listen man. to me at all man yeah uh, if you had a gigapet tell us in the comments <laughs> <laughs> also if you remember saturday morning cartoons when they were good <laughs> yeah yeah holler so welcome back to the podcast this is ben tyler from america's East podcast brought to you by diesel power products uh this episode is gonna be pretty interesting but we got some stuff to talk about real quick here uh make sure and check us out on youtube most importantly youtube that's where we're gonna get most of our traction from i'll be honest guys those of you that are listening right now and haven't watched us on youtube i appreciate your listens but your views on youtube help us more i know that sounds weird yeah you need to boost those numbers those are rookie numbers those are rookie numbers yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I love that movie. But seriously, and, and I don't want to... If any if time we were trying to get this like podcast sponsored, I hope they don't listen to this episode, but I don't care if you turn it on in the background and don't actually watch it. Give me the view. Yeah. I need the view on YouTube, yeah. please. Okay, yeah. guys? Just- <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really gonna help <laughs> it's us. <the> worst. <laughs> yeah. That being said, yeah. uh, we are also on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find normal uh, podcasts. If you don't want to watch it, in which case, if you don't want to watch it, I think less of you as a human, but I totally understand. Yeah. And if you leave a review, Tyler, oh, hit leave a five star review on any of those platforms. Screenshot it, send it to Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of. I backed up for this one. Make sure to include yeah. a picture of your truck. And an address to send a super sweet sticker to that looks just like the image on our cup. It's super cool and exclusive. You show your friends what Diesel Podcast is the best. Send them. Keep them coming. Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Thank you. Hail. Yeah. <laughs> Brother. Yeah. All right. We're going to start this episode right now, and I'm going to tell you guys right off the bat. <sighs> Ben's going dark. I might spiral <laughs> off into some darkness. I know some of you have asked what happened to, to, to Dark and Stormy Ben or, or, mm. or Circle of, not Circle of Darkness, but like the, <laughs> 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 like the, the you know, spiral of darkness. He's coming out. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, he's right, coming. Guys. He's full force today. Okay, so <laughs> let's get this started. All right, All right, so a little bit of a story time. Background. Okay, if you haven't listened to any other episode, uh, current vehicle situation. I have a 99 Dodge Durango, which I am super thankful was passed down to me from my in-laws. Uh, and because it was passed down to me, I didn't have to pay for it, which was awesome. Um, but that allowed me to open up funds to buy my 97 OBS, which if you've watched or listened to any of our other episodes, I've gone through some troubleshooting and had some fun with that. It's currently broken down right now, which we're going to get to in the story. But th that's my vehicle situation. And I yeah. went to that coming from a pretty reliable Suburban that honestly I hated but in retrospect, <laughs> actually really got the job done very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? <laughs> um, so let's get into it. Um, got the Durango up here. Not a whole lot of miles on it. It's been a little bit neglected. Needs some work on it. But it still made the drive from the Bay Area to Spokane multiple times. Um, and I have my blue OBS pickup. Uh, it's a 97 F350 with a stupid DTB in the front. Yes, I know it doesn't come with that. Somebody put it in. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> with an absolute ass ton of miles on it that I put some power to, and I blew up the rear end. It happens. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so currently, the OBS was being used as a dumpster <laughs> in my driveway <laughs> because I'm redoing floors in my house. So I had to put it sideline because we have a reliable daily driver, the Durango. Yeah. Super right. reliable. Super reliable, right? <laughs> so I... You know those Dodge products. Yeah. Mopar, <laughs> no car, bro. Yeah. <sighs> so I have been driving the Durango for about, I don't know, three weeks, a month or so. And uh, usually when I get a car like that, it's got some miles. I try not to do anything until it's like you get that shakedown done. Yeah. Like you start feeling the quirks, like what's normal, what's not. And obviously you need some front end work. So... I you know, made it in the budget with me and my wife. If you haven't heard about budgeting with your wife, you should probably do it. Um, but we made a budget, and I did like upper and lower control arms, shocks all the way around, um, uh, plugs and wires, uh, a couple of little random pieces to help kind of get this thing. You know, just better. Yeah, we're making it better. It, it steers like this right now. Not trying to make it perfect, just right. better. So I got oh, sad, right? sad barley juice burps. So I buy get all Get yourself together, will pull, you? Yeah, pull it together, bro. <laughs> so I get all these parts together, and... Oh, I got rear brakes for it, too, because they started making some noise. Um, and, in fact, on Friday, when I came into work, I was like, well, I was hoping I could push off working on the Durango until my floors are done in my house, because I'm going to do my floors. Um, but my brakes have now, on the Durango, graduated from making noise, you know, some of the time when I stop to now making noise while driving. Yeah. Like, 
okay, yeah. <laughs> things are grinding, things are not going well. So I converted my garage, you know, back from flooring garage, which I have my table saw, my chop saw and everything, back to working on car garage. Yeah. And I get the Durango on there on Friday night, and I start tearing stuff apart. And I get the rear drums off, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, look at the drums, look at the brakes, look at the shoes and the springs. The springs all still have, like, the colored paint on them. Yes. <laughs> There's not dust stacked up everywhere. The shoes are not ground down. And the the drums are like fine. They're a little a little like glazed, but they're fine. I'm like, yeah. Well, I know there's a noise. Where was so that I, noise coming from? I'ma find that noise. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the garage, and I'm like, okay. So I start like spinning the wheels, or spinning. The, I didn't have dr- or wheels on there, so I'm like rotating with it by the lugs, and I can hear the noise. I'm like, okay. Well, I need to isolate this thing. So I get under it, start spinning the drive shaft. I'm like, okay, I hear the noise. Where is it coming from? Start getting closer. So it's not coming from the rear. It's not coming from the rear end. So I start moving up the drive shaft. Yeah. I'm like, this noise is coming from, like, transfer case transmission. We're like, we're at, we're so, back of the transmission, front of the transfer case. And I'm like, ah, <sighs> oh, this is not what I wanted. <sighs> you know? the, the whole idea of having these two vehicles was that, they're not supposed to be down at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they're yes. both down, yeah. that defeats the purpose. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm having like the worst like deja vu right now with like my own rigs. Uh huh. Okay, go. Okay. And <laughs> so it's it's Friday night, and this actually happened like last Friday. And my my sister in law, my my wife's older sister, is in town. So luckily, my son's like super distracted because. Auntie Leanne is in town, so yeah. they're all hanging out, having a good time. And I'm in the garage working on stuff. Already kind of pissed off because I'd rather be hanging out with my family because they're in town. And I'm sitting there like, well, you know, it doesn't take long to pull a transfer case. You know, drive shafts and, and bolts. bolts. Yeah. yeah. I can get it done. Okay. And it was only like 9 o'clock on a Friday. So I'm like, I'm not going anywhere tomorrow morning. So I can at least pull the T-case off and figure out if the noise is in the T-case. And if it's in the key case, I can rebuild a T case in a weekend for sure. It's yeah. a one it's a one basically one two speed transmission. Yeah. Super easy to do. Done it like three or four times already. Yeah. Okay. If it's coming from the transmission, at least now I know it's coming from there. Yeah. So I have an idea. Ugh. So I pull the transfer case off and that at that point's about ten o'clock. And I'm like, all right, moment of truth. Like I was spin the spin the transfer case, like nothing's coming out. Put my hand on the output shaft on the transmission, I'm like, no! it's, still, it's making the noise in the transmission. I'm like, Gah! Oh man. I came in all pissed off and my wife's like what's going on so I started doing some more research and on the I believe it's a 44 RE in there um, <laughs> those tr- those trucks came or the Durango's came with a 42 44 or 46 RE respectively oh I'm the, sure they're fantastic yeah respectively for the V6 the 5.2 or the 5.9 not the Cummins but the gas engine which are referred to as, the, as uh, a Niner a niner. I is got that, a niner. Is that the Magnum? Yeah, the, the Magnum. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, and I started doing my research, and I realized that you can actually pull off the overdrive housing or the overdrive unit, like the tail. Sh- or did you find anything extension? that was like, like visibly? You, no, 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 not. Vi- I'm talking. Did you find anything in your research that was similar to the noise you were making? As far as hey, it's this. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find anything. And the the only and I posted it's kind of this a weird on, noise. It is, and I posted it on my Instagram because honestly, like I didn't know who else to talk to. Like it was ten o'clock at night. I texted Ashford, and he's probably doing family stuff, so I didn't expect a response from him. And I posted it on Instagram, and the next morning, radio from here, yeah, he's like, "Hey, I had one of those, and I, you know, it seemed like 
I was I think he said it was on a 46 and that he it just needed a, a fluid change in fill. And I was like, oh, okay, well, so I go back to my wife and I'm like, okay, that's the only intel I have on that. I only have transmission maybe screwed or it might just need fluid service, <laughs> which is two very different yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm like sitting there with my wife going through these scenarios and I'm like, okay, and this is where the dark hole, the dark darkness starts coming from. Yeah. So the whole Prepare idea yourself. with this, you know, it, with this vehicle is that it allows me to have a daily driver I didn't have to pay for, and I knew I was going to put a little bit of money into it. Maintenance, I get that part, but I didn't really feel like doing a whole transmission. Oh no! And I wasn't opposed to it, but then when I started working on this thing, this little tangent of the story, I realized that I'm not a Mopar guy. <laughs> and a lot of people say like I don't speak FOMOCO, you know, Ford Motor Company, and whatnot. I don't speak Mopar, man. Yeah. Like I, after work, I worked on Fords my entire life. I worked at a GM dealership. I worked at a Toyota dealership. Um, never got my hands too dirty with any kind of Mopar stuff. And I'm not saying I will never own like a Ram with a Cummins in it or something like that. Because I, I think like when you start getting into three quarter and half ton trucks, the engineering behind stuff changes. Yeah, it's a lot more high mileage service oriented. The, the body's Mopar. Everything else. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, so any, much anything yeah. like it, yeah, in like the car small SUV type yeah. thing. I just ran into the stupidest. Like, how do I get to that bolt? <laughs> I gotta drop this cross member. How do I get to that bolt? And I start searching it. Oh, you gotta cut the exhaust off. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Are you serious? Like, by the way, side note: Durango's. We have a five two. Is that what you? Yeah. Have? With that's what I had with that engine. Sound nasty straight piped. They do. There's there a, there a five two in the ZJ I had. Yeah, it was, it was straight. They sound nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm already fuming, like, because I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, I'll just pull the transmission out." You know, not that big of a deal. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "It is a big deal." I start yeah, reading other forms, <laughs> and there's guys that are like, "Hey, man, I'm a 20 year mechanic, and and if you if you're not doing this on a lift, I wouldn't do it." <laughs> I'll be honest, like, I just wouldn't do it, and I, I've done uh, this my entire life. And I'm like. Shit. <laughs> I have not done this in my entire life. <laughs> so okay. we still don't know what... We, we still don't know. This is still Friday night. Okay. So I, I run the scenarios by my wife before I start tearing more into it. And the scenarios are stop now, put it back together, do a drain and fill. If it fixes it, great. If it doesn't, run it to a blows. Because I'm, I'm not doing a transition. That's probably what I would do. Okay. Uh, scenario two is dig a little bit further into it, take the overdrive housing off, and... Excuse me. If the overdrive housing, because it has like all like clutches and gears on there, you can actually yeah. service the clutches and steels with that without taking the transmission out. Just that last part. Take that off, and if the noise is inside that section, I will either pay to get it fixed or fix it myself or something like that. Because it's, yeah. it's inside there, it's localized. I know the noise is right there. It's also easy to transport. You know, I I can put it in a car. It's right. Not, <laughs> it's not a transmission. It's part of a transmission. If I pull it off and it's not in there and it's in the transmission somewhere else. I, obviously, I drained it, so I'm going to have to do a fluid flush or fluid in anyways, but put it back together and send all these parts back that I already bought for it and literally run it until it pops. Yeah. Like, I am not, like, just, and then when it pops, and we're going to get into this later, I'm buying a new truck, and it's gonna, I'm going to get to that frame of mind in a little bit later. But, and just run it until it pops. It's done. I sell it for parts. If it's still running by the time we have it in our budget to go new truck, we'll sell it for whatever I can get out of it and yeah. just be done with it. Yeah. And so, moving on with the story... Took the overdrive unit off. Moment of truth. And, and, obviously, and taking the overdrive unit off took way longer than I wanted it to. Because stupid Mopar. And I get it off there. And I'm like, okay. 
and my, my wife happened to walk out in the garage at this exact moment. I'm like getting ready to get back under the under the Durango, spin some stuff, and, and spin the, spin now the intermediate shaft. And I'm like, here we go. I get in there and I'm like, I spin it, but I didn't realize I was spinning it backwards. I was uh -huh. like, oh, the noise isn't there. I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, let's spin it the other way. I spin it like I'm like in drive going forward, like. So what is this like? It sounds like maybe like a like a C clip or something is broke or it's something like that. Like I, a snap ring is broke or something, and it's and it's. So I'm I'm not too well versed on the internals. I know they have bands, okay? Yeah, and you can adjust the bands. It honestly sounds to me like which the band adjustment is probably on the outside of the transmission. I may I may dick around with that. I'm not sure. There should be on the outside of the transmission because I know I've actually had to do that when I worked at the dealer. The dealership. I want to say I've tightened the bands a couple of times on, on forty eights, but, I don't 48s, know how, but yeah. I'm sure it's probably somewhat similar. But it's honestly here. This is something I just remembered. Hmm. I can't remember what rig it was. This is this is years ago when I worked at a dealership. I would there would be I'd be doing a transmission service, and as you drop the pan, there would be part of a snap ring sitting in the pan. And that's how you know that you can adjust the bands again? No, that oh. has nothing to do with bands. But there was like a, I, I, I can't remember what rig it was. It might have been a 48 RE, um, just because I predominantly worked on right. three-quarter ton trucks. But it could have been, I, I, don't, I, I just remember pulling the pan on a few different rigs. Be like, oh, there's a piece of a snap ring. We better let them know like something's about ready. You might want to look into. Because mm -hmm. it was like something that... <clears throat> wasn't going to stop it from working, but I don't remember any noise or anything that was associated with it, but there was a part of a snap ring that you would pull out like, oh my God, like that's like not mm -hmm. supposed to be broke. So I'm wondering maybe if you, I don't know if, how we're going to figure this out. If we ever will, we might not, we might not figure, know. we might not figure this out. We might not. And <laughs> okay. honestly, I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but the noise that you're talking about, it, it, the way I'm kind of like digesting it and thinking about it, I'm thinking of like a snap ring or something that's out of place that, cause you know, when you get something that's like a spring metal under tension that yeah, comes yeah. out and it rubs on other metal, you can get the vibrations make that sort of a squeal mm -hmm. noise. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not a transmission guy and I never wanted to be, and I never will be. So I don't know. It could be clutches. I don't know. could be a seal. I don't fuck. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. So at that point and I'm like, okay, so me and my wife get back together and, and you know Did you guys get separated? <laughs> we did not. And we, we make <laughs> and we make a plan and this is obviously there's a lot of tangents in this, but um I gotta tell you guys, having a wife that's like your your partner in this kind of stuff, not like your enemy or your accountant or anything like that. And it, this is this is not something that happened overnight either. We've been I've been married for just over five years and it's something we've had to work on. But having a, a wife that's like your partner in this. This is not a you and her problem. It's an us problem. It's the vehicle that I transport our son in. Like, this it, yeah. is not something where, like, well, you fix it. It's your car. It's like, what are we going to do about this? Like, we need to figure this out. Um, so, one of the reasons that uh, I came to that, and I'm going to talk about my frustration story right here, and a little bit of a dark circle, dark spiral. <laughs> so, my wife comes out to the garage uh, just before I get ready to pull this thing off. And I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, for me to get this thing off properly, because there's a couple of bolts, I'm just like, I am not going to be able to get to that thing. And I, I must have moved this engine and transmission around, like, with the cross members, like, half taken off, like, four or five times. I'm sure my motor mounts are totally effed now. But 
my and I was like, I'm like, how am I gonna get my the the transfer case? It's got a manual transfer case in it, and the bolts to get the transfer case boot out from the cab are under a plastic piece where the center console is, and that has bolts that go under the center console cubby, which has airflow going in the back because it has rear AC, and you can't just take it off. Yeah. <laughs> literally, ha- and the, some of the bolts are underneath the seat. Yeah. Just to take the transfer case shifter out of the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at this point I'm like total disassembly. I'm, I'm human. <laughs> yeah. And my my wife came out and and I don't know how she has this impeccable timing. She comes out, "Hey, you know, just checking in cuz they were my wife and uh my sister-in-law and my son were getting ready to go to uh Green Bluff up here, which is like they were going to go pick pumpkins and and a little, a little event type deal and there's a carnival type stuff and like bounce houses and obviously you get to like shoot corn out of a an error like a gun. <laughs> it's awesome my son's three just goes bonkers over this stuff and and she comes out like hey you're gonna go with this and i'm thinking to myself like i have no time to spare right now like yeah. i i have to work on this and i start going down this deep fucking hole <laughs> and you know i'm in here and i'm gonna try and recreate this yeah <clears throat> uh kids muff them yeah <laughs> <laughs> Parents, if you need to turn this off or whatever, and your kids are in the car or whatever, maybe they've heard this. I don't know how you're yeah. <laughs> so My wife walks in the garage. And I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm like hunched over trying to get this, you know, boot off. And this is where I'm starting to realize that I have to take this entire center console off just to get the fucking boot off. Yeah. And she's like, Man. "Hey, so we're gonna go. Do you think you're gonna be able to make it? Do you want to come with us?" And I'm just like, "I'm fucking over this. Yeah. I am done with the." With the cheap car challenge. I know there's like the cheap car challenge, like, oh, we're going to go yeah. race or something like that. I'm done playing the cheap car challenge. I, this is, this was supposed to be like the car that we were able to take our son in. And I don't mind no. doing oil changes. I don't mind doing brakes on it. But right now, this vehicle, since my other truck is blown up right now, but it's okay if that's blown up because that's supposed to be the little project tinker around with. This one's not supposed to be this way. I don't want to take the transmission out because it's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> And I can already tell it's going to be. It's going to cost us more money. I don't want to be in this thing anymore. And I'm sacrificing time with my family and my son just to be shoulders deep in this stupid piece of shit. (laughs) And this is all stemming from I tried to get ahead of the ball by building an excursion. I was thinking to myself, before before we have kids, before I bought a house, I know money's going to be tight, so I should probably think ahead. What vehicle is going to work well for me, my family, and my kids? You know, when I have more than one kid and our dogs and going yeah. places and road trips, and towing, a seven-three excursion. I found one. It had low miles on it. I got it. I built it. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> like it was legitimately just a fantastic vehicle. Right uh. now, it's being used by people not far away. It's a big family with all their kids and their fucking dogs on their farm, <laughs> like to, to tow all their shit around. It's Sorry. being used. I don't mean to laugh. I, I, I know. It, it's, and, and I can't help but laugh either. And it's one of those, like, I'm so angry and pissed. I'm fucking uh, laughing, right? No, I'm not it's laughing just, at that, but I am laughing at because we did an episode about our, uh, uh, our uh, what do we call it? The, the ones that car, got away or whatever. No, yeah. the beater car The beater car beat off. I'm going to go and say it. That's yeah. what we wanted to name the title, <laughs> okay. but we didn't do it. Who's is better now? 
I take the Honda over my Durango every day, any day right now. I just had to stab you a I little bit. Anyway. I'm yeah, sorry. Right under, I love you, dude. I right love you. Right under the ribs, bud. I love you. I've had a Durango. I didn't have those problems with a Durango because I completely ruined it before I had any problems with it. Maybe I just got the one Durango that just lasted through everything because even with everything I did to it, it would still fire up <laughs> until it caught fire, which it caught fire under. We're going to get to that. <laughs> yes. So now that I'm a little sweaty, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I feel like I'm kind of questionable about all the F-bombs I just dropped, so I'm sorry if this is your first episode. I don't normally swear like this on these. But and, and I, I, I've voiced these kinds of things to my, my wife already. She knows that I, I didn't want to sell the excursion. She knows yeah. this. It was something that I had to do. It was my choice to do it. <clears throat> Am I glad I did it? Yes. It got me... It, I was able to buy a house because I sold it. I was able to pay my wife's car off because I sold it. Yeah, it was, that's cool. It, do I regret some of the things? A, a little bit. Like, could I have done it better? Eh, a little bit. It was my first real complete build. But at the end of the day, like, I had, it was nothing but good intentions behind that vehicle. I wanted, like, I was trying to get ahead of the ball because I, I was like, I, know, I don't want to deal with this when I have a kid. I just want to be able to have time with my kid. And that's when it kind of clicked in my head. I don't want to be shoulders deep in my daily driver anymore. Yeah. I'm done with this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for having a project I can tinker with, if, but I'm done playing this cheap car fucking challenge, man. Like I'm, I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you. I, I, I want to did that with a suburban and it, uh, it only, it only caused heartache. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm never going to maintenance my own vehicles again. Like, I'm, no, I'm, gonna, I'm doing the gears on my blue truck. I'm going to do a transmission and all this kind of stuff. But it's a different scenario. It's not yeah. like I got to have this thing back together on Monday. It's not that you're putting money into a vehicle that you don't even like. You know, and I know there's people in this other position too. And some of your backs are against the wall, and you have to do this. And this is not meant to dig into you. I just, want, I, I guess, I feel your pain. Luckily, I am fortunate enough to be able to kind of like maybe work through that a little bit here. If you're still on that, I hope you make good choices to get out of that. But yeah. Oh man! So I finally voiced that out, and my wife had to. Whew. She had to mom me a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't mean that in like the weird term, but like she, yeah. <laughs> she just had to be like, "Hey, oh no, sorry." During that whole thing, I think I threw like three tools in a flashlight. <laughs> I haven't thrown tools in ten years. Tools are expensive, yeah. and when you throw them, you tend to lose them. Yeah, <laughs> I threw a pry bar, a little small pry bar. I have no idea where it went. I still can't find it. It's not in my garage. It's not in my driveway. It's not in my yeah. yard. I can't find it. Neighbors like Mona's yard. What is? Yeah, I had a, I have a, a a nice headlamp that I threw. It's fucking broken. Oh, and just it's uh, it, it's I hit that bad spot and I had I once you do that and especially like man I'm an idiot I can't believe I just did that I'm sorry I just witnessed that and my wife was like no I get the frustration like it really kind of drives it home like I I don't want you to be frustrated I wish you wish we could talk like I wish we could have talked about this without you being frustrated but obviously I'm not mad at my wife obviously it's just it's one of those things so we talk about it more and I'm like okay you know what you know I'm I don't want to do this if I'm gonna put this thing back together I'm gonna put new fluid in it. I'm going to send all these parts back and we're going to get the blue truck up and running. So I actually, I'm, I'm ordering gears today for it so I can do that. I'm going to do the blue truck up and running that way I have a spare and we're going to drive this Durango till it pops. And when the Durango pops, I'm buying a new truck. Yeah. And this is not Done. because I want some super sweet roided out truck. I'm buying a new truck so that I don't have to worry about it. I can drive my family places 
and that if my OBS ends up down for six months, it's not that big a deal. I don't have to worry about my extra vehicle going down. It's just, it's, and with her being on board with that, such a weight off my shoulders. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're working on our nice. budget. Yeah. We're moving forward to it. So now that I got that off my chest, mm. I feel better. I know I've talked about on the set on this podcast before and with the sales guys before I've been talking about the new F one fifties for a while now. Yeah. Um, I know I'll oh, Ben buy a diesel. I get that. Okay. Yes. Still think you should get the three Oh power stroke. I can't bring myself to do the 3.0 power stroke. Why not? And I never thought I'd actually say that as I'm wearing a... I drove one I'm and... I'm uh, a freaking power stroke shirt, right? Sorry, I'm a little distracted. I have a floater yeah. or a sinker. I have a sinker. I don't know where that came from. But 3.0 power stroke, I drove one when they first... When we had whoever, I don't know, someone here knew someone that got one and I got to drive mm-hmm. one. Pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. So I, I did price one out. And How much more are they? Like nine nine grand or something? Yeah, or like, it's like something nine crazy? twelve more or something like that. Jesus. And here's the thing: like it, for me to do a new truck, like it has to be financially responsible. And I, it, it's not. I don't think it's going to be my forever truck. Yeah. And that's it's why. Like I've, maybe we could talk about financing and stuff like that, and how to buy a car new or something like that in another episode. But the idea behind it is it's it's got to be something that's just going to work for a few years now. Yeah. And I want no hassles. Like yeah. I'm buying the warrant. So he's like, gonna I'm, lease one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I very well might. Like, and honestly, for me, my my qualifications right now are: it needs to be four door. It needs to be, uh, and I, I, it pains me to say this, but because I'm a cubic inch kind of guy. Yeah. The whole reason I got drawn to seven threes in the first place because, what's the biggest diesel engine to pick up? Seven point three. three. Okay. That, <laughs> I'll be honest. That's the first thing, and then I actually grew to love them. But that's like one of the first things. Like that's why I got Groot and the body style, but. Um, I'm normally a cubic inch kind of guy. I want to go with a V8 in there. It's got to have the the bigger V the V6 EcoBoost. Yeah, it's got to have that. It's got to be four door. It's got to have the longer bed option. I'm not going with no bitch bed. Got to have a big boy bed. It's not an eight foot. It's like a six and a half. Um, has to be four wheel drive and it has to have seat warmers. And I would say 50 percent remote start. Pretty much all the new cars yeah. all come from remote start now. But oh, pretty much. Yeah, like a 20 or 21 is going to get remote start. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got to be that, and it's got to fit within my price range. I don't care what color it is. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm honestly probably going to put like Fox 211 coils on the front, and some methods with like whatever tires will fit. Like, I'm yeah. not even worried about it has to have 35s. No. Whatever, whatever tires fits will fit without with a rubbing kit without rubbing. Done. I'm sending it. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. And. I've never looked at this many accessories before in my life. I'm looking at high quality tonneau covers. I'm looking at because I gotta do it right, man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have this truck, and it's gonna it's, and that's where it's gonna be. So, hey, huh, long winded spiel. Um, so that that's where I'm at right now, guys. Like I, and the, the blue OBS is not going anywhere. I literally ordered. I'm ordering gears for it today. I think the PO should go in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so a couple days out. Yeah, get the, that baby back up and on the road. Yeah, the the whole and the beauty of that is, as long as the blue truck is running and the Durango's running, if the Durango pops, I can at least use the blue truck until in the meantime. We, in the meantime, yeah. But honestly, if the Durango can get through the winter, or at the very least, and just till next year, because budget wise, guys, like keep track of your budget. Like we're our couch. We, we bought a really nice couch when we moved into our new house. It's a really kind of, I would say it's kind of a custom couch, but like to fit our area, we have that paid off in December. That opens up more funds, like being smart, thinking yeah. ahead. Um, so that, that's kind of, that's where we're at right now. And 
Woo! Damn, boys. I tell you what, man. I can't. I, I must have told my wife four or five times last weekend that uh, I, I, I'm so happy to have that feeling off of my shoulders of trying to play the Daily Driver Cheap Car Challenge. I think we should do a test on transmission additives on your Durango to see if we can fix it with snake oil. Honestly, if it makes it past the, the <clears throat> once our, our goal is met as far as like when I'm okay to get rid of it, I'm down. Let's do it. Um, I slapped it together with, I had like f- four half quarts of random ATF <laughs> sitting in my garage. Plus a Some jug, olive oil. Yeah. Plus, uh, <laughs> plus a jug of uh, O'Reilly's in-house brand synthetic ATF. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what, who they're getting it from. <laughs> but at this who point, knows? it went... Probably it, pens oil. That thing went strictly from like, oh, I'm putting Schaefer's in Mobile One and all, and nice stuff and all and AC Delco brakes and Bilstein shocks to fucking care, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's if the it, cheapest you got? <laughs> if it dies, it, it dies. dies. Yeah, and it, that's seriously that's, how it's going right now. And that's I how we should say, end this. I put it, it all dies, back. It dies. Yeah, I put it all back <laughs> together, and and I'm talking like I got it back together. I was filling transmission fluid at about 10:30 Sunday night. That's that's one of the feelings I'm happy to not have again. Yeah, you know, for sure. The vehicle that I got to drive in the morning to go to work, filling up transmission fluid at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. Not a good feeling. Um, but I got it all back together, um, and. I drove it, test drove it. I was still a little bit shy because I didn't have enough, but I could get more in the morning. I had enough to yeah. drive it. And I'll be damned. There's no trans leaks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to remind myself to go slow and take my time a couple of times. Um, I will say the magnet and the trans pan, that, thing, that was a fuzzy donut. <laughs> it's a fuzzy donut. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I legitimately, I was like, I wiped it off. And I was like, oh, there's more. Oh, oh my God. There's like, more. I, I must use half a this can This magnet of is a thickness of a quarter. But this thing is like three freaking three quarters of an inch thick. I'm yeah. sure it probably was. But uh, it's running. It's driving. I will say the engine, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a vacuum leak somewhere, and I was going to try and find it. I'm not going to try anymore. Yeah. Um, as long as it runs and drives through the winter, honestly, that's all I needed to do. Um that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And if I it dies, it dies. If it dies, it dies. Uh, That's what the name of this episode should be. We just figured it out. If it dies, it dies. God. If it dies. I knew I was here for a reason. If it dies, it dies. <laughs> That's what we're going to call this one. Yeah. So, Tyler, I'm sorry you didn't get a whole lot of input on this one. That's all right. If it dies, it dies. That's yeah. all I got out of this. Tyler gave me some uh, some good pointers with everything else because uh, me and Tyler do talk on the weekends when his phone is in service or he likes to. Or it's like in my vicinity because it's usually <laughs> not. <laughs> okay, here's my tangent. Okay, right. so I texted. So this, this is how Tyler is on the weekends, guys. <laughs> if you're not with him or with his wife or have his wife's phone number or call his wife, Tyler's unreachable. Yeah, and I totally get that now. Unreachable. I totally understand yeah. it. I texted him at, I think, I'm gonna look at the time. It must have been like <laughs> the four, time that. When that four o'clock on on Sunday, because <laughs> t- Tyler lives just a little bit farther out of town than I do to get into work. Wow! I and am. I pretty much live in the woods in the weekend. I'm like a yeah. I don't wow, know. I, I don't even know what to compare myself to. I'm like a guy that lives in the woods on the weekend. <laughs> but yeah, he, he goes out of town and he literally punts his phone. Yeah. Um, let's see here, Tyler. 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 <laughs> My response time is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I texted him <laughs> Sunday at 7.08 p.m. P.m. Any chance you can pick me up on the way into work tomorrow morning? <laughs> Tyler. 
Text back. No Win. response. Tyler, 6.10 a.m. on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Still need a ride? <laughs> oh. And we're like good friends. <laughs> But he knows that, so he, it's yeah. all good. It's all good in here. Like, I, I knew that I had to get a text in sometime for him to see it. He's like, "Oh, I better do this early." Yeah, <laughs> and and Lynette's like, "Did it, it was I was like filming the train or like getting everything back together? It was like nine o'clock at night. He's like, Is t- can Tyler pick you up?'" I was like, "He's not gonna text me back. I know he's not. I know he'll see it, and if if he can, he's going to text me. But like, he's he, he was camping this weekend, so I know he's not even looking at it. Yeah, and like." I get the truck running or like that. I didn't, and that, that's how what kind of friends are. I didn't even text you to say, never yeah. mind, don't worry about it. Yeah. I honestly just kind of wanted to see <laughs> when you were going to text me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I'll pick eight. you up. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Whatever. 6 10 yeah. a.m. <laughs> it rolls up. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. You're the rest of But honestly, last that, minute. That's also the kind of person Tyler is because I guarantee if I didn't respond, you probably would have showed up at my house about 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, or it, something like that. Or you would have called me like five minutes after that text message, or something like that. But yeah, yeah, that was that, that's. Listen, I'm gonna be there for you. I'm gonna be there last minute for you. I'm that <laughs> last minute guy that will be there and that will do it. <laughs> last minute on time. Like when every all time. when all else fails, all avenues are are scrapped. Ty Ty comes in at the very, very last minute, fourth quarter, Shows 10 seconds left. At the last minute when you're pissed, he didn't respond to you, but he's got like a coffee and a donut for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was and like, what's up, dude? What have you been doing? And his seat warmer turned you have on. A, you, know? you have a good weekend? <laughs> so, uh, this episode is probably like 9,000 hours yeah. long, and it had basically nothing to do with diesel trucks. But That's um, all right. We're all automotive enthusiasts here, and if you're listening to this and didn't watch, I hope you could sense some of the frustration in my voice. Uh, I legitimately, I, uh, there's a little, little, little bit of a pit sweat. <laughs> I, got, I, was, I got pretty hot and sweaty during that, but um, yeah. If you can share any of that frustration, uh, throw in the, the uh, comments on YouTube, and I'll hopefully respond back to you when I have time. Because yeah, my throw life in is the a comments below right now. Throw in the comments below. Hell yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We'll see you next week, and uh, I appreciate all you. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.